0: So I'm going to tell my jackal story really quick. It's 1997, maybe 1998. I'm working at WMMS here in Cleveland. The radio station was located in Skylight Office Tower, downtown Cleveland on the fourth floor. The other floors were occupied by a lot of lawyers and other types of more serious businesses. So one morning I come into work and as soon as I enter the building, I smell this awful smell of And everybody that's within earshot seems to be really unhappy. We're talking about lots of guys in suits looking really pissed off. I go up to the radio station. Jesse James Dupree is in the studio with his chainsaw. So that awful smell that I smelled, it's chainsaw oil. And you can smell it all the way up to the eighth floor. After his appearance on the morning show, Jesse hung around for a few hours. And by the time he left the radio station, the repercussions of the morning's events were starting to circulate. It was one of a few times that there was talk that we were going to get kicked out of the building. I think one of the other times involved interns or more likely prospective contest winners running through the fountains in the mall downstairs. Now, spoiler alert, we didn't get kicked out of the building, but we eventually moved out to a different space in the suburbs. So I guess we won. Anyway, although I had seen Jackal Live prior to that opening for Aerosmith on the Get a Grip tour in the early 90s, I consider that day with the chainsaw is my proper introduction to the music of Jesse James Dupree and Jackal. And as you'll hear during the following interview, this year is a milestone year for Jesse and the band. I've spoken with Jesse good Goodabout, and the man is never at a loss for words. And today was a shorter conversation with just as many words. He was joining me to discuss his appearance on the History Channel Sunday night 8 p.m. Eastern. The program is called The Booze, Bets, and Sex That Built America. Now, I haven't seen it yet, but it sounds like it's going to be a really good watch. I can't wait to check that out. So make sure you don't miss it. Again, that is The Booze, Bets, and Sex That Built America, Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern on the History Channel. Jackal also has new music, specifically a brand new song, Get All Up In It, Another Round of Mother Funker, and I'll link to the video for that song in the description for this podcast. Jackal.com, that's J-A-C-K-Y-L.com. They're coming to a city near you, and perhaps they're already there. You just might not realize it yet. Here's my conversation with Jesse James Dupree. Always an entertaining and high-octane experience.
1: Hey, man, how you doing, man?
0: Jesse James Dupree, man. It's, uh, I, I think that if I look at the clock right, uh, we are talking about basically 31 years of
1: Jackal. Is that correct? You know, it's, the, it's thirty years to the day when we play Sturges this year. Um, it's thirty years to the day since the first Jackal album dropped. Is coming August 11th. So you're dead on. That's so and, great. Um, and we're celebrating. You know, we just had a brand new release uh, this past week uh, called "Get All Up In It," and yeah. uh, you can check that out on Spotify's and Amazon's and all the you know the platforms. And you can also check out a video that we did on uh, this on YouTube uh, for "Get All Up In It." And, the
0: video is so oh, much fun. Better.
1: Celebrating the fundamentals of rock and roll. So it's, uh, you know, we're still doing that. And, and, you know, and the History Channel reached out and, you know, and they said, hey, we got a show. It's a guy named Jim Pasquarella that was the executive producer of the Full Throttle TV show. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's now at the History Channel. And he said, hey, I got a show that's perfect for you. And I was going, like, okay. And I didn't know what it was going to be. And he goes, yeah, it's called The Booze Betts. And sex that built America. Said, okay, I'm in. And uh, so, uh, you know, so we shot the show. I was one of, you know, what they call experts. That one of several that was, uh, you know, just kind of tell the history of, you know, the history of condoms, the history of cigarettes, the history of gambling, of just, uh, just, and uh, you know, uh, the history of liquor. And uh, you know, there's just a fact, you know, like the guy that invented condoms. His name's Julius Smith. He was wow. a German immigrant, somewhat crippled came to America and uh, was working in a sausage factory and started selling condoms uh, made out of sausage casings and uh, went to jail for it because he was you know it was against the Comstock act that the government had they didn 't like that stuff and and uh, he got out of jail and he kept making them, but he was selling them overseas to the soldiers in France and Italy and protecting them from stds and and um, and finally, America had to concede that they needed to embrace him as well to protect our soldiers. And he ended up becoming the condom king. And talk about the history of machine rolled cigarettes, you know, and this guy, a uh, uh, Buck Duke from the Duke family, Duke power, Duke university, but they used to be a big tobacco family and, and how they, uh, they revolutionized the cigarette industry and just as great stories, history channel does a phenomenal job in telling the stories of, of these legendary and legacy brands.
0: Now you ran through a couple things there, but for you personally, like what's like, what's one of the most interesting things you learned personally in your time working on the show that like just kind of blew you away.
1: Well, you know, there's a lady named Stephanie St. Clair, and she was, to be from french europe you know that kind of thing but but there's you know the speculation she was from you know some other you know other areas of uh, another area but she comes to canada as an immigrant and she made her way down to new york and she invented what has become the, the equivalent of the state lotteries and uh, she was running this underground gambling thing uh and uh she was they had a nickname called queenie so they called her queenie and uh and but anyway she um she was just fascinating, but what was the, one of the things that I learned that was really cool is, you know, she was up against the mafia, you know, Lucky Luciano and these legendary mobsters, and you know they were, you know, obviously wanting to take her out of business, but she was able to use the newspapers to, you know, she would expose other crime people and she would expose corrupt police officers, and she manipulated the newspapers. And uh and and much like you see social media utilized now with and the media manipulating and, and that kind of stuff, um I mean she was kind of the beginning story of, of seeing that happen. It's pretty fascinating. And and so alongside what she did for gambling, it was just interesting to see the way that she utilized the newspapers to you know, to protect herself and to protect her business of gambling.
0: Now look man, I know all about Jesse James America's Outlaw Bourbon. Uh you got a lot of different things. Um what did the show, you know, you being one of the experts, what did they kind of approach you thinking that you would bring to it from an expert perspective?
1: Well, you know, I mean, I'm I'm obviously passionate about every one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you know i mean the the name of the show should be the booze bets sex, and rock and Roll that built america and um uh that would have been perfect for me but uh yeah so it uh you know, i'm obviously passionate about i just like history in general i yeah. I was a big fan of the of the, the uh you know, the built america series uh you know things that they do with it and um and honored that they asked me to be part of this one, but you know i mean I've got my jesse james bourbon and um and I, i'm i'm proud to be building that brand and it does great i mean we're doing phenomenal uh you know we had probably hit thirty thousand cases this year of uh, the jesse james bourbon the honey bourbon the spice bourbon is it's just doing really well but uh, you know we tell the history of jack daniels and uh, just you know you got to respect your elders and the, you know what a, what a great story Um, uh, you know jack daniels his real name was jasper newton and uh you know and he, and he ends up you know getting adopted uh because his father was dead died in the civil war and, He didn't like his stepmom, and he goes and he he, uh, gets adopted, and and, and there was a a former slave named Nearest that was actually the expert in making liquor. Hmm. And Jack Daniels just did a great job of turning that into a brand, but then he had to suffer through Prohibition and... So it's just you know just great stories like that and, and things that you learn from and things that I uh, you know in all the stories the trials and tribulations of Billy Wilkerson how he had the vision for Las Vegas and again you know went out there got in over his head and ended up having to partner up with the mafia and ended up kind of getting squeezed but he owned the Hollywood reporter and he had a lot of dirt on celebrities and so it's just a lot of interesting you know story that the history channel does a great job of telling about uh, but you know but I, I pull from I, I, when I learn about all these things you know I can relate to them in the Brands that I built, whether it be the Jesse James Bourbon or the Devil's Devil Cinnamon Whiskey, or the or the, the Full Throttle Sloan in the Pappy Hall Campground in Sturgis, yeah. or even working with the Harley da- the, you know, the Harley Davidson Motor Company, and because uh, you know, I consult and work with those guys, so there's a lot we do. And in addition to being out on the road, I just get finished three weeks worth of concert dates with Jackal, and the band is as lethal as ever. And and celebrating this new or this new single, get all up in it's doing really great. Videos fun on YouTube, and uh, just uh, just. I don't
0: like that. That's <laughs> and that's what I was going to say, man. This new song, "Get All Up in It," it has, as you say, such a fun vibe. Uh There's a definite '70s vibe with the lyrics and the various chatter that you hear at the beginning and in between some of the verses. And and yeah, man, the video is a lot of fun. I wondered, were there certain albums that inspired the feeling you were going for with this song?
1: Well, you know, I, I my my parents lost everything. Uh, in the early seventies mm. and um, and and we moved to Gadsden, Alabama and we bought my dad bought a little cafe and he couldn't even boil water but uh but we moved into Gadsden, alabama and um and, you know, and there was a jukebox and that's where I got turned on to you know james brown and wilson pickett and and uh and Joe Tex and just these legendary great soul voices you know the, the, the you know, just had to the best screams and yeah. and everything. So I, cha- I you, you, when you hear the song, get all up in it. You know, you hear me channeling. You know those influences, and uh, and then Roman just lays a sick groove down. You know that's why this one we you know in the middle of the song you know, we sing another round of motherfunker and uh, <laughs> and you know because we are fun- funking it out so it's fun and um, and of course the video you can tell watching the video that w- that we had a great time and and uh, I'll leave it to Bono and Springsteen to write a song that can cure cancer we just want to celebrate the fundamentals of rock and <laughs> roll and and get all up in it right and then uh, and then right alongside that just to be part of this History Channel show that airs this Sunday at 8 p.m. seven Central. And um and, and honored that they uh asked me to be part of it.
0: Man, you are the master promo guy. That's never been disputed, but you're proving it here today. Um does oh, this <laughs> so, thank you very much. Does this new song indicate that you are plotting towards a new Jackal record?
1: it drops August eleventh. Oh and, nice. Uh, it, it's Jackal Jackal thirty coming in hot. And um and it comes out though, the same night we're playing the Sturges at the full throttle saloon. And um and you can win a trip to come to celebrate our 30th in Sturgis. You can download a Jesse James Spirits app. Go to Jesse James Spirits app. Download the app, earn points by checking in, uh, surveys, that kind of thing. And you can apply those points in the app prize pool, the Jesse James Spirits app. And you can uh, apply those to winning the trip to Sturgis. And it's going to be a, a great summer of 2022, and I'm excited about uh, about offering that opportunity, and, and and excited about the 30th anniversary of Jackal.
0: What can you tell us about the new record itself?
1: Well, we got uh, there's a handful of new songs on it, and then we also. Uh, you know, just kind of, we put some songs that got same kind of groove. This, this, a little bit of a greatest hits, if you will, from from because we had never really featured stuff off the last several albums like Screwdriver and and and, and Encore and and just songs that are, you know, that are uh, you've just got a, a great a great groove. And then there's a song called uh, Just Because I'm Drunk Don't Mean You're Right, <laughs> and uh, you know, just things things like that. Just just things that have become staples. You know, because when we did the Jackal 25th anniversary, we leaned heavy on our greatest hits. It was about, you know, more about the first, you know, first album and stuff, but this is the 30th, and we're kind of spanning our career, and, and we got some new songs on there. And uh, But this new, the first one that's out now, that's called um, uh, Get All Up in It, is uh, just released this past week. And again, the video is doing phenomenal with uh, the response and views on the YouTube channel. So I appreciate you. Let me get on here and invite you to not only check out the new Jackal, but also to check out the History Channel um tv show uh, booze bats and uh, sex that that built america this sunday 8 p.m 7 central
0: so here's the final couple things um it's been almost 30 years since aerosmith began their get a grip tour you guys get a chance to open some gigs on that run uh you know quite a few actually and those guys are larger than life i wondered what was some of the most um off the wall stuff you witnessed on the road with those guys
1: well, I mean, we toured with you know ZZ Top, Ted Nugent, Damn Yankees, yeah, uh, Aerosmith. I mean, we, you know, we, we we were so fortunate to be able to go and tour with you know with with bands and artists that were you know our influences, and uh, you know, but being out with Aerosmith, the reason we were out with Aerosmith is much as because we, we were out with them for about two years.
0: Yeah, long and time. And the
1: reason we were the, and the reason we were out with them is because of Joe Perry, and uh, Joe Perry's the, the, the sole reason why we were there. And, uh, because he felt that, you know, we set up, that, that we went out and attacked every show and every night. And that he, he, you know, he said that we make them have to go out and work too. And, um, and I just, I, that was such a big compliment coming from, from Joe. And, uh, cause I, I found out about halfway through the, you know, the first year that he was the reason why they kept us out there. And he was the reason. That's and cool. I went up to him and I, I went up and went up, we were stand in catering action. I said, Joe, I, I said, I happened to heard that you're the reason why we're out here touring with you guys as long as we have been and, uh, and i said i just want to let you know we appreciate it and he goes you make us have to work and he kind of grinned, you know so i, I just it was just a big compliment coming from him and and what a great band and a legendary band and um, and and we were fortunate to be able to to go out with them
0: and the chainsaw um on that tour did it cause any issues in any of the cities
1: Knock on wood. Knock wood. It's, just, it's, just, it's just part of what we do. And people ask me, Are "You still doing the chainsaw?" And it's like, "Well, does Kiss still wear their makeup? Does uh, <laughs> Angus still wear? Does Angus still wear a schoolboy outfit? Does Iron Maiden still carry Eddie around?" I mean, it's you know, it, it, does Jackal play a chainsaw? This. Kind of who we are and what we are, and, and I mean, I have start up. I mean, you got "I Stand Alone" and "Dirty Little Mind" and 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 "Encore" and "Screwdriver" and "When Will It Rain?" and 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 now, you know, get all up in it now. And 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 I mean, with just so many songs that you know that that, that all together define who we are. And of course, the Lumberjack is part of it, and and uh, and we embrace all of it
0: final bit here. And that just is when it came to success and where you wanted to take this band, you once told a reporter, we want to get up there with Aerosmith and Metallica. I wondered like what sort of inspiration did you take from Metallica as a music fan yourself?
1: Well, I mean, you know, those guys, you know, those guys were absolutely never the flavor of the day, you know, and against all odds, you know, they, uh, you know, they, they they stepped out and just, and, and created their own lane and uh, you know, and, and that's to be respected. And I'm, I'm not, the, I'm not the biggest Metallica fan. I'm just not, um, you know. I, uh, I mean, but I respect them, and, they, and they, they got great songs. But but I don't say that being a, a super fan as much as I just pay, a, just you know, pay respects to what they've been able to do and carving out their own lane. And Jackal. You know, we've done that our, ourselves, just like ACDC dc did, or, did, or not, and a lot of the other bands that were our influences. We we never worried about being the flavor of the day, and uh, we've, you know, maybe not ever been a critic's choice, but, but, but. People that bust their knuckles 40, 50 hours a week or more that want to, you know, let it off, enjoy the fundamentals of rock and roll, have a damn good time. It's not about even coming to see a jackal show. It's about coming to be part of it. And um, and every show is a family reunion. And uh, it, and, and and just uh, so we've carved our own lane as well. And I think mission accomplished for us to be able to do that 30 years in. And we just got through with a, a string of dates, three weeks worth of dates that it ran down through Florida and up through the coast of the Carolinas and Pennsylvania up into Michigan and uh, and, and Illinois and I mean we just I mean it's Nashville and just a, just a phenomenal run of dates and the people are still just you know again they're, they're right there with us and I think yes it's mission accomplished for, that we've been able to,
0: to find our our lane and and we stick to it Well, man, this Sunday, the History Channel, The Booze, Bets, and Sex That Built America, the first part of that, I think they called that being on tour in the 90s at one point. But thank you so much, Jesse James Dupree, man. This was a lot of fun, as always.
1: Hey, I appreciate you, and check out that series. And Go go download the new single, get all up in it, and Booze, Bets, and Bets That Built America this Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern. All right, man, have a great one. Bye-bye. See you, bye.